This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Save big money on everything. Now at Menards. Make quick work of your outdoor cleaning project with Masterforce Outdoor and Landscaping Tools. The 80-volt cordless trimmer is powerful, efficient, and hassle-free. So you spend less time working on your yard and more time enjoying the results. On sale now through May 19th. Check out our wide selection of Masterforce tools and see the rest of our deals on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. bitches too with y'all raggedy fake asses both of y'all bitches is fake I know this you don't even know what a real friend is you know what here give Lisa back her raggedy ass phone damn it oh oh uh, you know what here here take your car cause I want you t- calling the police on me okay no. and yes I max that motherfucker out too with your low ass balance <laughs> it's not Babs is it wow damn okay you know wow. what I thought I had it you know but what? then I did I'll didn't. give you a pass cause it just came out at first I was now thinking now on Blu-ray and DVD what oh so it's new Like, it just came out on Blu-ray, like, maybe a week ago. Okay. So. Well. You have the bag. How, damn, how have I not seen, so, do you mean. You have the bag. You have the bag. Yeah. You got somebody secured the bag? No, you have the literal bag from the movie. I own the, oh, girl strip? Yes, fool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, right. That's, oh, right. And I know you've seen it more than once. I have. I can't believe I didn't get that. I saw that movie over and over. <laughs> saw it in theaters three times. Yeah. <laughs> My dumb ass. <laughs> I'm just mad I forgot the last part where she says, show nasty ass, raggedy ass, <laughs> dirty ass husband, fucking Instagram bitches. Damn, see, now that you said it, I can, I'm instantly back at all those scenes. One but of my whatever. favorite lines from the movie. Honestly, just when she says, both y'all bitches fake, I don't know why that makes me laugh so hard, but it does. Anyway, shout out to them. Can't wait for the sequel. Welcome back. I'm Tiffany Haddish. And I am Marla Gibbs. And this is The Read. Amen. Um, Black Excellence this week. I feel like we should have like a... A little Black Excellence jingle? Maybe it should be the song. So this week's uh, Black Excellence goes out to uh, Terrence Sims and his sixth grade class. Um, the students put together a rocking hip hop <laughs> uh, <laughs> academic anthem. Oh, wow. For the streets. Um, let me just see if I can play it to I was going to say, what is it, set to Bodak Yellow or something? No. Oh. I am never not trying. I got a mission GPS. Wait a minute. Okay. Oh, shit. 
Like, no, they, these are bots. These are kids. Like, like they rap like better than rappers. Oh wow, Tyrese gonna have to hire these kids to help him with his solo brunch. Let's give them to someone who can be responsible with their lives. Wow, like that, Terrence. That sounded amazing. So he said this is just a song that um, was supposed to get them hype for the school year. Um, but these kids are clearly gifted. I was gonna say, like, I'm hyped now. <laughs> these two little girls, I'm like, I don't know where if this is for purchase, right? Um, but I would like it. The full song is available. I mean, the full video is on YouTube, uh, yeah, under the sh- title Excellence First. So you can just search for Terrence Sims, hashtag Sims Strong. And I believe that he's a teacher that also made, uh, the news earlier this year. Do you remember like when those fourth grade kids where they did like a bunch of uh, Black History Month photos and these kids like poses different uh, figures in, in Black History? And there was one I that went so. viral, which was like three little girls doing the um, the poster from Hidden Figures. Either way, he teaches at Milwaukee College Prep. These kids okay. are awesome. The song is it's pure good, fire. Right. Like, like, like I no, just, they can rap. They can rap. Like, <laughs> Like they ate that it al- like, alive. <laughs> this should be like a fundraiser or something. Give me the iTunes link. I would pay for that. I would honestly, like, I was saying the same thing to myself earlier today. Whatever they want for the single album, right. whatever it is they're doing, buy them some books. Honestly, you could buy them some Louboutins for all I care. <laughs> 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 like, like, whatever the kid version of Louboutins may yes, be. Yes, whatever. Um, okay. So, you know, shout out to them. I just, I was. More than impressed. Yeah, I'm blown away by that little clip. I thought it was going to be like, you know, some little eight-year-old, da, da, and I love Scoo. But the, no. them kids was going in. <laughs> There's one part where she says, one of the, the girls says something about um, Michelle Obama. I'm not going to say what the line is because I can't remember it. Okay. It, delivery is important. So just go and watch the video. It's absolutely excellent. And Okay, shout out to that dope. teacher. Yeah. I wish I had some, you know... I had black teachers, fun but teachers none, right, none who were fun like that. Yeah. No, they were all super strict. I had some, like, dope black teachers that were just good teachers and fun or, like, you know, nice. But nobody had a spitting fire you know? in class and shooting music videos. <laughs> right. It was never—we never went that far, ever. Especially not their elementary school aged. They're oh. sixth graders. Oh, okay. Still, wow, babies. Like— <laughs> Anyway, Can't so imagine. <laughs> I mean, absolutely stick to these books, girl. But if you want to drop a fire ass <laughs> educational mixtape, I'm ready because that was flames. It was. That was really good. Um, all right. So this week in um, Hot Tops Who Lie When Being Honest Isn't Good Enough. Yes. Okay. Uh,. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. 
And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Keep It is brought to you by Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. If you're really good at it, that is. I've actually met several really good friends through Hinge. I've used it, I can't believe this, over a decade now. Woof, what a life I've had. Well, you know what they've added within a decade of us being on Hinge is their new LGBTQIA plus prompts, which are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Hinge prompts helps you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with Glad, so they are by the people for the people. Some of the prompts are, the first time I knew I was gay was, mm, I was literally in the act of being gay, like hooking up with somebody when I admitted it. (laughs) Denial is strong and hard in the Catholic Midwest. Mine was Tom Cruise's Vanity Fair cover, the shirtless one. You just turned to an imaginary camera and said, I'm gay. Yeah. Or broke the fourth wall. <laughs> You're like Fleabag. Other prompts include, I feel proudest of who I am when. It feels affirming when others, blank. I connect to my community by. I wish I could tell the younger version of myself. Can I just say, whenever I watch that in a drag race semifinal, when they're like, if I could talk to my younger self, I would say, I would be like, girl, get tighter clothes. I mean, what's going on with what you're wearing? You look like you're in the X Games. Other prompts include, my chosen family is the best at and gender euphoria looks like. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. So reports are saying that Tamar Braxton has officially filed for divorce from her husband. I don't know why I was going to say Hubert. Because his last name is Herbert. Oh, right. Vince Herbert... Uh, They have been together since the year 2003. They have uh, a Vince twin together. (laughs) That baby looks just like Vince, but in like a nice way. I mean, right, because he's like, what, three? So Maybe. (laughs) Not going to shit on a toddler. (laughs) He looks exactly like his daddy, but he's cute. That's what happens, especially with juniors. Like, you literally ask for it. So, I'm not... this. Wasn't she going to quit music to focus on her marriage? Like, Yeah, so that definitely told me that there was some trouble in whatever was going on. Right. Um, but she did say, you know, whatever it takes to, you know, secure my marriage and everything, I'm going to do that, even if it means walking away from what I love to do, which... So then what happened between, like, them a few weeks ago and now? Just, uh, I guess she gave up or changed her <laughs> mind. Well, this seems like the more rational decision to me either. Or anyway, like if you face between giving up your husband and your career, you probably should give up your husband. I would. Maybe everybody wouldn't agree with that. But <laughs> <I> would. <laughs> why would I give up my money? 
Like what? I mean, you know, if you have enough of it on your own, right? If you're and independently your wealthy, right? Like saved you from like a burning building, <laughs> like, like literally did it though. Like stayed by you through recovery and gave you a kidney, fed you, you know, because yeah. you couldn't do it yourself. Changed your diapers, and right? Stuff. Then that would be something <laughs> like, else. I owe this nigga, <laughs> like. Absolutely. But Vince... Just any old regular-ass relationship, y'all getting on each other's nerves, and it's me and my career and what I love to do and mm-hmm. I'm passionate about versus you, who I'm not even getting along with right now. Right. And I'm out-earning you? I don't know. I just... Well, goodbye. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I just would have had to end that relationship. I'm surprised they lasted this long, honestly, because even before the rumors of, like, marital stress or whatever Tamar just seemed like an awful fucking lot to have to live with and she did seem like like wake chore. up every day to that very much a, in a wig. <laughs> it just, just seemed like Do it I would be like shenanigans <laughs> it all that explains itself now do you know they went on that show so and hard. talked about Tamar? We heard. I know we're not in the best place right now, but we want to give you a fake well wishes. Although, did they? When they, it's like they did. Well, no, they like didn't some, say fake, right? <laughs> but you know that when you know the camera was cut and they all went to the green room, they were girl, cackling and drinking a Moscato out of solo cups. Mm. Yeah, because wasn't Vince either? I don't remember, but I it was either that like Vince was the reason that Tamar was acting all crazy and feeling like she could be a diva and a diva and entitled on set, but it was something about the two of them together. I think that was irking the people over at ABC. I just remember them saying that she was loud and ghetto and unprofessional. Which I mean, like yes. that's just that's sure, what I remember, <laughs> and I almost took it like. I remember feeling like, but she's Tamar. Like, you knew that. You hired her for that, right? Like, I thought that that's what she brought to the table. And when y'all auditioned Jocelyn Hernandez to replace her, I was like, so y'all just looking for, like, a Puerto Rican Tamar? Because... But then they also said that there was, like, a sponsor on set one day, somebody they were doing something with, and that she made them look bad in front of the sponsor or something. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know what's true or not. I don't really remember Vince being involved in the discussion, but I smoke all the time so so yeah i don't know and that could just be wrong or one of a a million rumors that flew around but if this is gonna make tamar happier and you know whatever i guess bring some peace to their lives then congratulations i mean she's got plenty of people surrounding her that she can discuss uh, divorce with and get tips and stuff oh but now this means that she has no reason to quit doing music so we might have to hear some more Tamar music. I mean, I don't have to do anything. So, like, I mean, people like Tamar and her music. So she's like one of she those people like sing. she's like a K. Michelle and a couple of other artists where it's like, I recognize that you are talented as a singer. And I also recognize that you are not one of these people who like can sing, but nobody cares. Tamar right. has fans. Mm-hmm. K. Michelle has fans. I'm just not one of them. And right. I have zero interest in hearing Tamar sing about anything. Mm-hmm. But that isn't me denying that she can. I know she could blow, but I just don't care. I don't want to hear it. Oh, well, that wraps around. But that doesn't have anything to do with you, girl. So now you can go <laughs> and sing all you want to. You can get your uh, Mary J. Blige on and sing, you know, uh, a lemonade. I wonder what are the odds that this is going to turn into some mess, like just throwing dirt back and forth and putting out diss records. Well, not Vince diss doesn't records, seem but... like Vince doesn't give me that. I mean, niggas will surprise me and I really don't pay much attention uh, to Vince. That's true. Because did you hear about Kendu and his bullshit? Oh, yeah, that story. Oh, OK. So, well, yeah, niggas will shock you every time with the levels that they'll stoop to. So, um, can't do Isaac's. 
okay. is really upset. Um, apparently, he was looking to his soon-to-be ex-wife, um, Mary J. Blige, uh, for an increase in his mm-hmm. alimony. Mm-hmm. So, in June... She was ordered to pay $30,000 a month yeah, in alimony. I remember that. Plus $235,000. It's a retroactive support ma- payment. A lump sum. That is entirely too much money. <laughs> it just That is so... What do a nigga need $30,000 a month for when y'all don't have no kids together? I just don't. Um. So, apparently... He's now looking to increase that to $65,000. No, the fuck, $65,000? He is saying, um, according to documents obtained by The Blast, he has been unemployed since the divorce case was filed. Well, okay, and? And he claims that with all of Mary's uh, crooning (laughs) about heartache (laughs) and him not being worth shit, well, that it is hindering his ability to get work. He says that, but <laughs> since leaving uh, the eight million dollars that he left, oh no, that he shared with Mary, he is now shacking up. Is what I'm reading. Okay, shacking up in a fourteen hundred square foot apartment in L.A. That sounds like plenty of space for one person. Oh my God, fourteen hundred square feet. <laughs> you can get a pet. For That's that. it. <laughs> My God, like, where do you sleep? Do you have room for food? <laughs> Nigga, and it's not some one-room shack. You mean like a normal size apartment right. for one lowly Especially bitch? Especially in L.A. And you getting $30,000 a month from me, so what are you even talking about work? Shut up, Kendu. <laughs> Just hush. Shut up. Hush, Mr. Isaac. You've got a place to live. You're getting money from me that can surely cover your mm-hmm. rent and feed you. I don't want to hear nothing else. Right. Does he want an $8 million house, too, to match the one he used no, to live in? No, he won't have it. Nobody cares about you. Ugh, niggas. Um, I heard that a judge has already denied it. Oh, well, good. So because that is be foolish. Pissed. She's already ordered to give you thirty fucking thousand dollars. It's niggas don't even make thirty thousand in a year, and you getting it as a free gift every month and somehow have the After nerve. being a dick. You don't even right? deserve it. And you don't deserve it. You should get nothing. Because you're the reason we're not together no more. Dumbass. You are the one who cheated on me. So the, the fact that I have to give you money at all is disgusting and an excellent reason for women to stop marrying broke niggas or to start requiring these fucking prenups and shit. Like, you got to start protecting yourselves because these niggas is garbage. I just can't. You get a $30,000 check from me every month, meaning you don't have to worry about whether you have a job and you should be able to afford the rent on a 1,400-square-foot apartment because I know that's not 30 fucking K a month. Like, what do you even... What expenses do you have? You don't have to raise our babies together or nothing, like... Take the money and shut your black ass up. I can't believe he had the nerve to ask for more than double that shit. What? What a, like, he's lost his mind. Niggas really be trying to keep up with everybody else, but everybody else is working. Are you trying to keep up with millionaires? No, you cannot do that. You You cannot do that. Find work because his His reputation is just so soiled. Bitch. But you married you Mary J. Blige. You did that. The queen and icon mm-hmm. of telling a fuck nigga's business. True, true. And that's one of the best things. Like, that's mm-hmm. one of the things we love the most about Mary. Right. Is that she will put in song 
and wonderful song. Mm-hmm. Stories of how these niggas truly ain't shit. Yeah. And will hit you right in your gut, your heart, your face with all of it. And you're just like, Mary, you're strumming my pain with your fingers yeah, and seeing my life with your words. That's the thing. It's relatable as fuck when you listen to her music. Like, you're probably going through something with a nigga that Mary J. Blige has sung about. So you decided to be a dog to Mary. Our Mary. Our Mary J. Blige. The one we actually give a fuck about in this equation. Right. Like, Let's let's make sure that's clear. Because we don't know you, girl. We don't care about you. <laughs> like, the only time you may have gotten warmth from us it was when Mary, Mary spoke about you and you. happy with that's you. That's it. Now that that is not the case, you may go. We're all done here. So, we're finished. But you really thought that you were going to dog Mary and she was just not <laughs> not going to make music about it? What's that saying? If people wanted to be remembered kindly, they should have behaved better. I don't know, but I love it. Yeah, that's really what people <laughs> people say that about writers all the time. Like, oh, don't get involved with a writer because they'll put you in the book or memoirs or whatever. And I mean, you this, should this, just this. know. Like, or you should know how to fucking act. Like, you did this. So you expect to be able to cheat on me, cause me an immense amount of pain and embarrassment. Then cost me two thirty k as a lump sum, plus another thirty k every month after that, and I'm not able to like use the pain that you gave me in my music. Like he really is asking for all of that, and you want more money on top of it. What dimension are you living? Niggas in? are really crazy. Are you high? <laughs> I hope our next single is about a, a nigga who has plenty and yet still is coming back asking for more. Right, bitch, thirty thousand dollars a month. I just, no, mm-mm. you've been fake rich for too long to not think that that's enough money. So I wish you nothing but the worst, sir. True. It's still the case. Um, I'll never forget him asking her to pay his child support. Like, what? <laughs> Where are you? Woo. This is just America. Uh, um, also, someone complaining about uh, money or cost or being treated unfairly. I really tried with that segue, but whatever. So, um... It works. A stylist is pissed at Ashanti over a swimsuit. <laughs> I heard now, about this. I feel like you immediately thought the same thing that I did before even finishing the story, but I'm just going to get through it okay. and then we'll just, yeah. I want to, I want to, in the spirit of Halloween, I want to play a game. I want to see if you thought what I did. Okay. Cool. So here's the thing. Puff has a new flavor of Ciroc out, of Ciroc. Um, I heard that it is, um, that French vanilla one. Yeah. It's French vanilla. I heard it's like French Montana's flavor. I get it. Cause he's light. Vanilla colored, and his name and is French. French. Oh yeah, and also the French thing, <laughs> right? No, that's you're right. Um, so in the video or in the commercial for the new vodka, they just had like some extravagant pool party ass shit, and a whole bunch of his famous friends were there, and so on. Shanti's in the video, and she actually got a lot of you know cute Insta press from the commercial because she looks great. She She's does. coming out of the pool in this sparkly bikini. It's covered in Swarovski crystals. She looks fantastic. So the stylist is pissed. They posted this on Instagram. Um, first of all, photos of the bikini that she got back. And it is 
filthy. I would not look at those. I like, said I will actually not look at those. It's disgusting. Okay, thank you for now. I feel like this is mostly like makeup or bronzer or something, but either way, it just looks gross. You know, so I'm not saying oh, that it probably Ashanti is. is dirty, but I'm saying that like it's this has to be makeup. Yeah. Um. So she posts it and she tags Ashanti and says, "You look beautiful in your new Ciroc campaign," which I hate when people are about to like come for you or do whatever and they're just like let me cut whatever <laughs> but I tried the professional approach to reach out to your stylist and your team and still no definitive response about getting a reimbursement on the damaged bikini your team sent back so far everything besides the butt um, is spelled correctly mm-hmm. great you know punctuation is being used grammar I'm fine okay. you know I appreciate that because it's hard to come on come by these days it is unfair for small online business owners like myself to keep quiet. There we go. Never mind. Uh, well, yep. See, you I was just bragging. It was too early. <laughs> All right. That's fine. <laughs> and stay in fear of ruining one's reputation and losing possible clients. I really spoke you way did. too You did. Damn. Had you just held on Damn for it. one more sentence? Damn it. You did this. You know what? It's just, it's not like a lot of other people like Tyresa will get too soon. Who, like, you don't even have to read it. You can just look at the paragraph yeah. and be like, this is awful. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Oh, this is, this is how you have been bad handwriting in his types. Like, that's. <laughs> anyway, lose losing 1 0. Please tell a friend. Oh my God. <laughs> like, okay. Losing possible clients when there is so much passion, investment, and hard work that goes into what may seem like a simple, cute, glittery bikini to some. This bikini, for example, as I've mentioned before, is all handmade with 16 hours of labor and over 6,000 hand-placed Swarovski crystals that I personally placed. This was a free-of-charge pull, and the bikini was to be used in another planned pull right after this project. I lost the pull that followed with a stylist I hired respect because the bikini was returned damaged and unwearable. I've been fishing and chasing a discounted reimbursement that I still have yet to receive. Your campaign and yourself look beautiful, but I'm still getting brushed under the rug over something that only seems fair. Well. Hmm. Was that it? That's the whole caption? That's the whole caption. So I just want to know, t- like, from you. Okay. My, well, so my initial reaction when I heard this story was I understand the designer being upset i would also be upset instead of taking this to the court of instagram i probably would have went to small claims because i am not one for doing the most online and all this but overall i see i really do see where they're coming from and i cannot believe that ashanti returned a dirty bikini to somebody like i don't care if it's nasty to expect you know the same bikini to be used back to back or whatever it was with this other pull and all that it just seems like really disgusting to me that y'all would send something back that was just like nasty and apparently it was up in the air about what the stains may be whether it was like dried period blood or some sort of discharge i don't know i really don't know because like i said i will not Look at those pictures. It just seemed gross to to me that somebody would do that. And I also don't understand why y'all are still giving millionaires free things. If somebody said, uh, Ciroc wants to use one of your products in a campaign, I would be like, great. What's the budget? So what I was thinking was actually... Um, I have no idea why you expected to take this bikini from her and give it to somebody else to wear. Like, I, I... That to me just felt like... 
Like, well, I mean, you had to know that you y'all were giving the bikini back because it was a free pull. Like, you, it's no way that Ashanti was could have been under the expectation that she was going to keep it. So it right. just seems like you would have to keep it looking decent because you've loaned it's like a library book you checked it out you can't give it back to them looking all kind of ways like they're gonna charge right no i totally agree with that what i'm saying is if i were not even in a a shot let's say okay if i were the stylist i would have sold it to her Mm -hmm. i would have said look you can buy it or whatever because i'm not using this again after like past the fact that i just feel like that's nasty it is nasty um because I know it wasn't no panty liner protection thing in there. Nothing like she that. wasn't wearing no drawers underneath. Like it had to be direct pussy contact Absolutely. with that garment. Absolutely. It is nasty. It's that's nasty, nasty to as me. Hell. It is. Um like But that's when you rent things, you have to give them back in a decent order. And like it can't just be fucked up and trashed to where people can't use it again. I mean, yes, I agree with that. And I I do feel like at the very least they could have considered if they were spraying her with bronzer or if she had makeup on or whatever. And whatever, even if they didn't realize until after it was done they could have said hey girl either we're gonna clean this for you before we give it back Mm -hmm. or we can pay for it to be cleaned or something to just give it back to them in that uh condition condition to me was kind of a foul but i just feel like girl why why did you give them a bikini for For free free? i don't get it and i do not understand now you want reimbursement i would have just sold it to her yeah, I would have just I sold mean, this her, I would have, if I tried to get in touch with your team and all this and the bikini was, you know, handmade, I'm sure very expensive if you were to put a price tag on it, you, girl, send an invoice. Like, this is what you owe me for the garment that you damaged. This was supposed to be free. And because it was free, you're supposed to give it back in a certain condition. And I y'all mean, didn't do that. Like I, like you said, I mean, I'm sure that she could go to like a small claims court mm-hmm. or something and like that money, and yeah. get her money. I'm sure that they are not going to be like, well, that's nasty. No. Right. <laughs> you know? But it is but nasty. But it is nasty. <laughs> that's the first thing I thought of. So if I were shot, I would have just it been like... It is nasty. You know, girl, you want this back? Okay. You know, but if you weren't going to pay for it, like... Sarat right. couldn't have paid for it or somebody somebody has the budget for that for that bikini of course they do somebody does of so, course they do I mean but it is gross to just be like oh my vagina was on this 20 minutes ago and now bitch, yours is but. if I was on set somewhere and they pulled some drawers or something or some like swim trunks or something they were like oh yeah somebody was using this before I don't give a fuck if they mm-hmm. was like oh this was on Lance Gross's dick no thanks <laughs> like, I mean I think you have to assume that those clothes are not brand new I think, but again, this is like personal undergarments, so it's quite yes. different from a t-shirt or whatever. Cause it's, it's like, just, even it's if just, you go to like Goodwill, they're not going to take your drawers? They're not going to take like, do they take bikinis? Goodwill don't take drawers? I have no idea. I think they do, but they wash them first. I don't know how that works. I know it's plenty of places you go. You cannot, like, you can't return drawers. You cannot, well, yeah. like... Like a lot That's of when you get them new. Take them from you. That's when you purchase them. <laughs> See? Right. There's a lot going on here. There's a there's mistakes on both sides of the ball, but when it comes down to it, that person deserves to be compensated for the damaged goods that they lent out. Shouldn't have never lent it out to rich ass niggas in the first Absolutely place. Absolutely not. Because that is insane. But y'all shouldn't have sent it back looking crazy either. So give that person their money, please. Um Okay, so uh, a woman by the name of Johnny Blaze. No, 
Because now I have to Google to see which reality girl she is. Love and Hip Hop. She was originally on Love and Hip Hop New York. I don't remember what season, but I know that she was involved with Rich, which I don't know why women keep doing that to themselves. Ugh. She was involved with Rich, and at some point she was arguing with somebody in a studio and kept screaming, Take it outside! Take it outside! Oh, this girl! Okay, okay. Yeah, um, uh, she also allegedly used to mess with Drake. Yeah, when I tried to Google her, Johnny Blaze Drake was the first thing that came up. Yeah. So I don't remember what she did, but I think she put him on blast like some years ago. She, she looks shaped apologized. like Drake's type. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> She's a thick <laughs> I was about to say these thighs and everything. This look like how Drake like them. So she decided to uh, release a public service announcement for Instagram. She's... Getting into it with Stevie J, who she apparently slept with. Gross. At some point, I know. Gross. Poor thing. Um, she said he can't eat pussy, and she wrote his face like... Wrote his face like... A cowgirl doing pole tricks on a Sunday night after church. Okay, never been there before, but um, I think I got the vision. And a lot of niggas dangerous. can't eat pussy. That's common. So, but damn, like you rolled his face and still you didn't get off. That's pretty. He must have been trying to be bad at sex. Here's what she had to say. Come on, girl. Don't do oh, this. it's a video. So since Love and Hip Hop franchise don't want me no more, it's all good. Hey, Stephanie Gale. Hey, Mona. I still fuck with y'all, but I'm about to fuck y'all shit up. Since y'all want to get mad at me because this motherfucker went and threatened me. And now I want to take it to, I didn't even tell nobody I was on the show. Look like I'm not now. I don't give a fuck if y'all fired me because I'm doing three other TV shows. Um, I'm about to air out everybody's airline, uh, uh, storyline. Shauna Brooks is about to air out Stevie J because he's fucking her. She got receipts. And then, who is that? Shauna uh, Brooks is a transgender woman who's like, up to, like an internet personality. Oh, I know okay. her from like, she used to be heavy in the... I used to watch, I used to see her on like ballroom videos. No, that makes sense. Okay. They're trying to get uh, Jocelyn mad by taking Britney, which is a fake ass artist for Rick Ross, because Rick Ross used to talk to or take pictures with Jocelyn. So you're trying to get Jocelyn mad. What you're going to do is get your baby mom to beat just Britney ass. That's what you're going to do. Oh, God. So just Britney is this girl <laughs> from Houston. <laughs> That's what you're going to do. Just Britney is a, a girl from Houston. I think Johnny Blaze is from Houston as well. I was about to say, she don't sound like no New Yorker. No, she's all. definitely not from New York. <laughs> um, she was on, is it called Signed? I don't remember if it was BT or VH1, but that was, it was the show, I think I mentioned it on here, but the dream, um, mm-hmm. Lenny S and Rick Ross, and they were like looking for the next hot whatever artist. And Rick Ross is in every episode getting his shoulders rubbed, like smoking Ugh. cigars in front of these contestants. And like he was oh, flirting with the girl, Britney, because she's very pretty and like thick and all of that. She's mm-hmm. supposed to be a rap singer girl or whatever. And he was like showing her extra, extra attention to the point where it made me extremely uncomfortable. I had to stop watching the show. Okay. Um, well, so I don't know if she won, lost. I didn't finish watching it, but um, that's the show that she was on. Apparently, she's going to be on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta now. She's not done. Oh. And who else? Stop paying that little girl to lie and say that that's Kirk's baby. Surprise! Congratulations to Bachi being on the show. Congratulations to goddamn Tokyo from New Orleans fucking being on the show. Now everybody air the fuck out. What you going to do? Sue me, bitch? Uh, well, she might. I like her. <laughs> <laughs> if you sign the NDA, that might be exactly what Mona do to your ass. <laughs> I think she's funny. Um, so she says that Kirk and Rashida are paying that girl. I think her name is Jasmine. Yeah. 
to keep up that storyline about that baby. Um, yeah, that was obvious to me after the second episode when it wasn't like immediately, you know, take a DNA test. The fact that they dragged that whole yeah. thing out over the whole season, I was like, yeah, okay. Never and mind. none of them can act. So right, and this it was... is all really poorly done. <laughs> and she does look like a little girl. Johnny Blaze is right. Jasmine looks 13 years old. She does look <laughs> I know young. she's grown, but my God, she looks like she's in the seventh grade. And you know who didn't help? It was that um, the guy who that I nigga think she was with, who yeah, was out of prison, yeah. Like he looked like her pimp. Yes, and he was <laughs> ugh. He was the worst actor of all of them, like to me. And Mimi seemed genuinely disgusted by him, yeah. like as an individual. I mean, I was as well. But there you have it. Um, the new trailer for Love and Hip Hop Atlanta is out uh, via Johnny Blaze. Uh, Apparently, well, we'll she see. and Stevie J got into it for, I'm not even entirely sure what the issue was, but they were going back and forth on Instagram for a taste. And she says he threatened her. And uh, because she said that, I guess some people behind the scenes <coughs> at the show are pissed with her. And she feels like, I guess she's not going to be on the show anymore, which I can't imagine she would still be on the show now. But. Okay. I mean, does it really fucking matter? Like, who gives a shit? Like, (laughs) niggas are still going to watch the fucking show if they want to because they want to see the mess. I'm actually good. I'm not interested in the Love and Hip Hop New York season that's coming on. I watched the first episode a couple of weeks ago. Um, The only thing I remember is that that girl, Bianca, hit some other new girl in the face with a shoe. Like, she took her shoe off in Lexicon here in the season. She went to the club. Of course she did. Took off her shoe (laughs) and threw it and hit the girl in the face. Is Bianca the one in BBD? No, no, no. Bianca is the girl, Young B, Chicken Noodle Soup. Oh, you right? Oh, God. I don't think BBD is coming back. Oh, well, good, because you see, I couldn't even remember which one. <laughs> but you Mariah had to say is coming back with braids. Okay. I'm sick of her. I just cannot. I don't care for that little girl. None for me, thanks. And actually, without Cardi B, I don't think New York has a reason to get me to tune in. So they're doing a new Cardi B. Her name's Dream Doll. No. Um, no, I won't Dream be Dream Doll that. is from maybe the second to last season of Bad Girls Club, where she and some other light-skinned girl kicked a little white girl in the back and they sent her ass home for bullying. Now she's going to be on here. Oh, Dream Doll is Talk To Me Nice. Oh, no! Alex and Asante with that fucking Talk To Me Nice. That's all nice. so stupid. <laughs> I won't even listen to talk it to because they nice. just go on and on like that. But she's super cute. Very, very, like, Bronx. Uptown, wherever the fuck she's oh, from. Oh, right, right. That girl. Okay. Um, well, I'm still not watching. Based Good on the trailer, I think that she's going to be like Safari's new fake girlfriend. Safari's sisters are gorgeous. <laughs> Safari. <laughs> His sisters are so fucking pretty. Anyway. Oh, but speaking of Safari, did you watch the Love and Hip Hop reunion? I did. <laughs> Did you see Safari really trying to front like he was crying yeah. over leaving them niggas and going back to them? You know, I wish him the best. I was like, this is too much. Mona done put together this montage like he died. And there he go crying. You know what? You have to tip your head at, at, at the very least because it is still happening. Like, I cannot believe that Love and Hip Hop is still going on yeah. all over the country. It is. It's only a matter it of time. It actually just won't stop. It's only a matter of time before they do like Love and Hip Hop Kingston, Jamaica, or like <laughs> London or some other place. Well, I actually can't wait for Mona to go to Jamaica no, please set don't. up a house. They will kill each other. They will literally be a murder. Like it'll be the first love and hip hop death. Like, like, turn the cameras murder. off. Murder. Just turn the cameras off. Um Woo. So that should be interesting. Yeah, it should. Are you watching Scared Famous? It's actually pretty good. Um because the cast what? is 
delightful. They sent me that episode too, and I haven't watched it yet. New York is on it. I know. It's New York is on good. it. I love Sky. I really want to see how the whole house is going to interact with Alaska. Drag race. You know, and at first... <laughs> is she in full drag the whole time? Well, I don't know about the whole time, but when she first showed up, she was and I'm trying to remember, they had like a little fitness challenge and Alexis, or Alexis. Alaska. Oh my God. I was thinking Alexis. Sky. Ugh. What a dumbass. Alaska. I think she won the fitness challenge or she lasted longer than everybody else. And Safari was like, wow, I had no idea. Alaska was, you know, like, like you stronger than me, nigga. Like you out here, burly or whatever. So I don't think it's going to be like any, I don't know, drag phobia or homophobia involved there. Yeah, no, I don't think it's going to be like that. But nobody on the cast has any fucking sense. So they're just fun to watch. Drita's on it too. Yeah, I got to watch that. There's a light-skinned girl I don't know who says something stupid. (laughs) She says something so stupid. (laughs) They was talking about, you know, scary movies and, oh, this location we're in is so scary and all this. And somebody was talking about, you know, different scary movies. She was like, or like, get out, you know. Oh, this is out here in the woods just like Get Out. And I'm like, but the scary thing about Get Out was not like necessarily. <laughs> it wasn't like the monsters are coming to get you. It was like. Just white people. It was about a bigger thing, you know, like racism. Who said that? Who Sky? No. The one with the no, I know Sky from Black Ink Crew. Erica Mena. Erica Mena. That must be who it was. Because that was, I didn't recognize her face. And I knew all the other girls. Okay. I, I would recommend watching Scare Famous. It was funnier than I thought it would be. Okay, I definitely have to add that to the list of things to look if at. If only for New York and Safari. Safari has not put a shirt on yet. Good. This nigga is mic'd up and the mic is just taped to his titty. It's just... <laughs> what? A Like... But we have really to put the microphone somewhere. We ha- <laughs> like we we need some place to put it. It has to be near your face. It's just on his skin. Like just, yeah, just put it right. Here. It's like I'm just really not going to put a shirt on. Like you know what? Whatever. Time. I'm getting paid regardless. Like they don't. Get- yeah, they're fun. They're fun. That seems like a great uh, show to be a PA on. Right. It does. That's that's good casting. Yeah, they definitely made the right choices in terms of that. I hope that everybody I like gets along. Because I don't want to see my girls argue. I really don't care about none of these men, do I? I mean, I like... I, One of the boys I don't Safari's know cool. from Top Model. Don Benjamin. Yeah, I don't know him. But everybody else, other than him and the Erica Mena girl, I think I know who they are. Well, I'll check that out. Last but not least, this week... <sighs> okay, so he's officially sick and shut in because I'm done. Like, it's probably been like the last four episodes that we have discussed Tyrese Gibson. Oh, yeah. What is his issue? Because it has been nonstop. Nonstop. And always something else. Okay. People have emailed us with a million different theories about him. I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done after today, really. Uh, so, Norma Gibson, Tyrese's ex wife, is. That's a, a name for your ass. Norma Gibson. Norma Ain't Gibson it? sounds like she was born. In the backwoods of Georgia Absolutely. in 1917 to yes. sharecropper parents. <laughs> and let me tell you something. She has got a fucking cobbler recipe for you. Yes, bitch. Like, it's <laughs> we'll a knock secret, your secret ingredients. <laughs> can she okay. fry chicken? Yes, Norma can. <laughs> Norma Gibson <laughs> is a black ass man. So... She's accusing Tyrese of violating a court order to refrain from making contact with their 10-year-old daughter after she accused him of uh, abusing or beating her so badly that she couldn't sit down. Uh, The child is 10. Her name is Shayla. 
So apparently on Monday, Shayla got to see a plane flying over her elementary school. I guess her private school (laughs) that, you know, kids get to go on vacations. I mean, on field (laughs) trips to the movie theaters. She saw a plane fly above the school with a banner attached that said, no matter what, daddy loves you, Shayla. According to um, Miss Norma, I just feel like I should call her Miss mm-hmm. Norma. Um, and her legal team, this uh, upset Shayla very deeply. Um, she had to go to a principal's office. She was mortified, burst in tears, and kept her away from the other children and school officials. Um, but school officials did not allow other children to play outside while the plane was overhead. Jesus. Um, I also read that Tyrese had been sending balloons, flowers, teddy bears, food arrangements, and a card to the school for her. Um, it got to be so much, the school did not even inform Shayla that her father was sending the stuff. Damn. What well, was it like every day, a new edible arrangement or something? No, I think maybe it was just like the, a whole bunch of stuff at one time. I don't really know. But um, apparently she was, the, the daughter was expected to testify over the allegations of abuse, oh, maybe the following day or something like got that. It. So now they're trying to say that Tyrese is influencing her, attempting to influence her. Right. So that she, you know. <laughs> Says nice things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's what it sounds like to me. I mean... Because that's extra shit, nigga. A banner? A, a fucking charter plane and a banner? What? She's 10. Leave her alone. So this is what he says on Instagram. Of course. Duh. Hashtag swipe left. I wanted the banner to be longer, but it was too, it was too expensive. This is what I really wanted it to say. <laughs> Wait. Already. <laughs> Mind you, this is all one sentence. I wanted the banner to be longer, but it's way too expensive. This is what I really wanted it to say. In the end, however way it looks, however way this all feels, stay strong, my little angel. I taught you that this is all just a process of pain, seeking happiness. Whatever the outcome, just know the courts and no one will ever paint our picture. No matter what, daddy still loves you, Shayla. You did not. Intend no, to nigga, put all of that you on didn't. the plane. They don't have. There's paragraphs. never been a bear. Right. That that's a scroll. They don't do that. Nobody does. You that. cannot do a sky essay, nigga. You guys are tuned in front row. You have a job to do, and that's to stay in our business. So since I have your full attention, what? let's open up this real dialogue. I want to put y'all up on game. Now here's the thing. What you are giving us your business, right? Like we. It's most of us don't care or and are not interested. Right. <laughs> so, not to mention not getting paid for listening you or participating in your life. Just not. And then <laughs> we won't have access to your business. It's really that simple. He made it sound like all this is out just because people are so interested in Tyrese. Like you no. are the one giving us all the info. It's you, buddy. Uh, it's very, very important. Google and look at YouTube videos of something. It's called hashtag parenting alienation. A-L-I-A-N. Okay, no. Mm-mm. Nope, that's not it. A-T-I-O-N. Mm-mm. No. 
So you are going to try and be condescending and rude to readers. And and wrong at the same time. (laughs) And more importantly, hashtag enmeshment. Enmeshment. Let me Enmeshment. Let me just Google that. Let me see. Am I crazy? Enmeshment is a description of a relationship between two or more people in which personal boundaries are permeable and unclear. It's often happens on an emotional level in which two people feel each other's emotions or when one person becomes emotionally escalated and the other family member does as well. Okay. So your emotions are enmeshed with one another. Okay. Uh, so... But it didn't sound like she... I'm kind of confused the then. Like, so who... Hit me back. Who's enmeshed? I don't know. Love always. This is not our first beautiful dance, and it won't be the last. This is just a process that no one is... No one immune from. What? Hashtag activism. What? Hashtag <laughs> proud father. Hashtag know your rights. A process no one is immune from. <laughs> love to inspire my life to yours. Daddy, daughter, love. She's my one and only. Just last year, we was so cool that I fell in love and I'm happily married. Things change. On another post, he says, you have to walk in love, not fear. Child. No one is immune to child custody cases and accusations. No one is immune to going through a divorce, but most would thank God that they don't have to deal with it so publicly. You, you, you don't either. Is the thing, but you, you really don't have to deal with it publicly. People, even famous people whose news gets out, if they don't get up on Instagram every day and talk about it, then people leave it alone. Like we're only going to entertain the shit that you keep up with. We at this point are sitting at home minding our business and just waiting. Like you, you know, do this. The evening comes on, scandal, schmurder, they go off, and then it's kind of like, all right, what Tyree's talking look about at today? Like, I go to bed, yeah, just like that. We don't even just have to like, like beg. We know you're gonna do it because you're weird, right? Um, because you are weird. But mo, oh no, I said that. The ground under our feet is firm. It's just firm as stone. What is that from? I don't. Hocus pocus. Strong and solid because God's truth will always reign in the end. So I walk in and out of court with the two greatest gifts God has ever sent me. My one and only Nanny Elva. Since Shayla was a year and a half, my wife. Since. I feel like if there was better, like. Punctuation, maybe? Just, Is that an issue here? I think that that's what Since would have helped. Since Shayla was a year and a half my wife. Uh, my one and only nanny, Elva, since Shayla was a year and a half and my wife. My... Okay, so oh, I think that... your one and only nanny... Whose name is Elva since right. she's been Shayla's nanny since she was a year and a half. And my wife. Old and my wife. Okay. Wow. So not only punctuation, but just where the words go in the sentence. This is... <laughs> you have gotten a little fucked up. Having compassion towards your enemies, praying for them as you would pray for yourself is agape love. Oh my God. Uh, agape love. Brown skin. <laughs> You know, I love your breath. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. Oh my gosh. Where yours begin? This nigga. I just, I'm done. I'm finished. <laughs> like, I'm so tired. Like, how did you not think 
Like, okay, sending her, like, little gifts and cute shit and animal arrangements and stuff to the school, I feel like, is one thing. And you still were reportedly required... Like, you had a court order to leave the child alone. So you're not even supposed to be doing that, apparently. Right. But... A whole ass aircraft flying above her school with her name on it. She's 10. She's old enough at this point to be as embarrassed as fuck. Right. Exactly. Not to mention, you know, it's not just kids at the school who can see that. Anybody near the school can see. It's in the air. (laughs) (laughs) It's in the sky. And what it says to me is that you're more interested in what other people think about your relationship with your daughter as opposed to like, how she really feels about you because if you wanted to buy her gifts and do something lavish and over the top, you would do it in a way that doesn't involve everybody else. Like you're sending all this shit to her, but you send it to her school for all the other kids to see. Why? Put the gifts and shit in the mail and send them to the house she lives in. It's because you want the attention and you want other people to be like, oh, Tyrese is such a good daddy. His baby mom is tripping. Ex-wife is just mad. Like it's more about the performance and the look than the actual relationship y'all have. Which don't surprise me because Tyrese, I don't know. I don't want to struggle trash. At this but, point. Yeah. I don't know what's going on in his head, but I just don't I feel don't like I don't think it's he normal. needs to go on the sick and shut in. I'm done. I'm yeah. definitely finished. He's not with healthy. Tyrese. He isn't. He just not. Because <laughs> this is insane. This is just so strange. Like I can't even like I can't. I wanted to write more, but it was just too expensive. What? It was gonna be so tiny that no one could read it. It was gonna be sixteen point font because he was trying to fit. A or he brought that screen. into the plain place and they said, Sir, we don't do that. Sir, you have a limit of a hundred. 140 characters so I suggest you write out a tweet and let us know you may have one sentence <laughs> that is it oh uh, nigga. we can add in maybe one or two commas and a period if it's lengthy but that is it well period you know Tyrese don't need to waste no space on punctuation he doesn't do that shit himself apostrophes fuck her too um so you know prayers for them everyone involved especially Amen. the child who probably just wants nothing but to finish school and have a couple of fruit snacks maybe a blow pop here and there and watch uh ricky nicky dicky and don i don't know what Is kids that watch show? these days i think it's something these kids are probably kids. watching rick and morty and oh that's pretty true. little liars and oh no that's old what's the other one big little liars Never mind. Yeah, no, those are two different shows. Okay, well, Big Little Lies, and which I still haven't watched, but I've heard so many people say is excellent. Um, and then Pretty Little Lies. That is was the years ABC ago, though. One, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Which is now Freeform, I believe. Well, uh, yeah, it is because that's the name of uh, that's where Gronish is going. Gronish be. is going. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, that's just about it for me <laughs> this week in hot tops. And freezing bottoms. (laughs) Um, We'll take a break and we'll be right back. Hey, y'all. Listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. 
So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Hey, y'all, there's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. Okay, so we're back. It is now time for your listener letters. Yep. Send your questions to asktherita at gmail.com. We have an update this week from the young lady who, remember, the girl who was dating or married, um, one or the other, to this guy, but he wanted, they were talking about a threesome, and long story short, he was talking oh. to bitches on Craigslist, said his phone got hacked. And oh, the hacker yes. was sending yes. sending his pictures and the terrible liar. The terrible liar. Yes. So she um came back and said I confronted him and said, if you're sticking to that story, I'm divorcing you, or you could just grow the boss to tell me the truth and we can talk about it. He admitted that he lied but didn't want me to leave him because I told him the last time that if it happened again, I was done. He said he wants to work through things and claims that he was just bored and wanted to talk to someone and that he never met up with any of these girls in person. After 20 minutes of listening to his explanation, I calmly said, I can do better and I need you out of the house within an hour. Luckily, we don't have any kids or own any property, so this divorce will be very easy. In the words of my good sis, Crystal, just say no to fuck boys. Thanks again. Well, girl, that's one way to do it. I mean, you clearly knew he was lying. Like It was just so obvious. When when a nigga is just, you know what? Let's just move right along. Thank God you came to your senses and got rid of that When nigga. you look at a nigga in their face after they come clean about lying, which is rare, because plenty of y'all would just take it to the grave. You I know, mean, and we'll sit there and lie to your face like you don't know no better. You can't do nothing but just look at Like, are you a child? <laughs> like, are you four? Like, you, you really lied and so poorly right. to me and expected for me to just continue living our life together. Like, because you want me to believe that somebody hacked your phone to go talk to bitches on the Internet. What? And send your picture and send your photograph. <laughs> Niggas will have you believe in the most foolish shit. Like, how do you not realize that you a I'm a find out and B, it's going to make everything worse. Right. Talking about you scared to lose me because I said you said if I cheated again, you was really going to. Then why did time. you do it? Then why did you? Too much like right. Too fucking much like right. Our first question this week comes from Jason, who says, I'm a gay man who came out last year and I shocked everyone around me. Not bragging on myself at all because it's nothing to be proud of. But I had a rotation of women and did a good job of hiding my hookups with men until I had to come to grips with who I was and who made me happy. Through many through those many hookups, I met Andre and we have been going strong for almost a year. I love this nigga. That ain't his name. 
No, Andre's in quotes. Okay, yeah, definitely knew that. Here lies the issue. I am an extremely private person. In this social media world, everyone is posting selfies, taking pics of their activities, whereabouts, and even their meals. I don't do any of that, but Andre practically lives on the big three social sites. Oh, God. I'm assuming that's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I think so. Okay. At dinner last week, he pulled out his phone, and we took a pic inside the restaurant. After he took it, I immediately said, do not put that on the gram, because I already knew that he was about to. I told him to just save it in his phone and make it his background or something. I just want our intimate moments to be something only we see, not thousands of his friends and family on Facebook or those ignorant assholes on Twitter and Instagram. He went off on me and accused me of being ashamed of him and afraid of being totally out and people at my job seeing it. I admit that not everyone at my job knows I'm gay because I don't feel I have to wear an I'm gay shirt everywhere I go. If you ask, I will tell you. But who I fuck is none of their business and who they fuck is none of mine. I know, that's right. Okay. I've been that way even with women and he knows this. It has nothing to do with me being afraid, yet that is how he sees me right now. He told me I might as well jump back in the closet. Part of me wants to appease him in fear of losing him, but then I would have to fake being happy about it. And up until this point, I have not had to fake anything with him. Crazy how something as trivial as social media can cause so much bullshit. Yeah, here we are. Help me, please, Jason. Break up with him. Yeah, that's really it, unfortunately. Because social media does seem like a stupid thing to break up with somebody over, but... I like niggas that don't even know how to use a computer. Ain't that it? <laughs> niggas <laughs> would be like, "What? where's the on button? You'd be like, I don't... you just stay right here. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I love it. If you don't have social media, I mean, it's just like, I don't use Instagram or Twitter. And I have Facebook because my mama's on there. I'm just like, wow, where have you been? (laughs) I mean, past that, I just, I agree with you. I'm nowhere near the closet. So, you know, I I don't think that it has anything to do with anything that he's, he's talking about or thinking about. I could understand why he may think that, but... I also understand genuinely wanting to keep your business as far as a relationship to yourself. I'm also not one who's going to be like me and 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 Bay date night yeah. and posting like both of y'all like feet up at the movie theaters or whatever. <laughs> or like, posting his face but putting an emoji over it or right. something. Like I'm not private but not private like y'all love to do. I'm not going to do that on on Instagram or none of these places at all because I just. There's no reason to invite all of, you know, your followers the world, into right. that. Yeah, the world, really. Because even people who don't follow you essentially still have access right. to it. <laughs> so I just, I'm also so private that I would behave the exact same way. Even if people knew that I was in a relationship, you're going to have to fight to figure it out. Yeah. I'm not giving you none of it at all until we've been together maybe for so long that I'm just used to this nigga being everywhere. And it's like, oh yeah, here's my husband. What? Right. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> like, perhaps. <laughs> you know? So. Maybe. But that's a strong maybe. I, I feel the same way. I've been accused of being ashamed of somebody because I refuse to post any pictures Online and I wasn't even as as strict as you are, Jason. My rule was I'm not posting us. You can post right certain See, pictures not- of us, but don't tag me. 
Right. At all. <laughs> if people know, then they know, like, our relationship is not a secret. But I'm not posting pictures of the niggas I'm with because, first of all, it makes it that much easier when you break up because you almost certainly break up. So it just mm. makes it that much easier to not have to go back through and delete all them pictures off your Instagram. Thank you. <laughs> and then it keeps people out of your business. It's not like somebody going... Like with my last breakup, it's not a bunch of people going back and forth between my Instagram and yours asking what happened and, oh, you guys are so cute and this is this. Like it's not the world assisting in our breakup. Like the relationship was between the two of us and that's how the rest of it should be too. Like I'm just not inviting everybody to participate in that. So people, no, I'm not going to post you on my on my social. I'm not going to do it. People following your life every single day makes a lot of them feel like they're allowed to, you know, ask you questions about whatever it is that you post. Mm-hmm. And in a way, that makes total sense. Right. You're sharing this information with me. There's a comment section for a fucking reason. Right. So <laughs> if you post in a whole bunch of pictures with your girlfriend or boyfriend or whoever, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden all them shits disappear and you post in quotes, now, <laughs> you know... Now, somebody right. asks you, oh, so what happened to such and such? You can't, you know, you're going to be aggravated, yeah. but you can't be because, girl. And you never know what weirdo has taken screenshots of uh, the stuff that you uploaded. I'm just not. You never know what no. rando is going to tweet a picture of you and your ex back to you or upload it talking about, oh, such and such. I mean, I don't know if you're the type who has fans or whatever. You said your boyfriend has thousands and thousands of followers, so... You know, that's a totally different experience than somebody who has a locked account with 28 people who follow right. them and like 20 are cousins. <laughs> right, like your Snapchat that you won't even tell nobody. <laughs> it's the most ridiculous username, too. But it's just like, girl. So it's just like, you know, I'm not going to do it either. And if he feels, I don't understand him feeling such a way. Like, how dare you not claim me on Instagram? Like, who cares? Is it really that serious? Do you really, does the world really have to be involved in our relationship? Like, do you have to prove to all your followers that I exist? That you have a man. Why, that, right. Like, like why do we have, is it not enough for us to just be together? I don't get why people act like that, but if he is just so determined. I look at relationships and dating as like, I was actually just saying this to my friend. Like, it should be an escape. Like, I should be in, if I'm in a relationship, yes. dating is just what it is. Right. You know, dating somebody, liking somebody, oh, God, it's dreadful. Right. Being in a relationship for me, if I decide, okay, this is my nigga, I'm, I'm ready to commit to that. Right. It is because I have met someone, and I just feel like when we're together, when we speak, it is just... Everything else is, you know, it just disappears. Right. I can just You're vibe with you. From exactly. The so why invite like I'm I don't know about him or mm-hmm. you or what y'all do, but I spend enough time on the internet talking to strangers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like for work and other things. So if I'm in my escape boredom. world, boredom. <laughs> Almost with always. you, like, I'm rather, I don't need to invite other people in that. And it doesn't mean that I'm ashamed of you. If I were ashamed of you, I wouldn't care. I would not date you at all. Like, right. If I was ashamed, and maybe this is just the conversation y'all need to have, like, listen, it's not that I feel like nobody can know that I have a boyfriend or that you're my boyfriend. My, my friends know who you are. Like, you kick it with the people I know. It's not like, and nigga, you be over, like, you be around. I see you all the fucking time. It's not like I have some other relationship on the side like I don't have time for that like me and you are always together so you just gotta chill out or I need to go on somewhere because I'm never gonna be okay with us being all over Snapchat and 
Tumblr and Twitter together. And I'm never going to be that girl. You're never going to be able to do that with me. So if you can't get over that, we just need to not be together. And that's, I mean, and that's it. Like, I feel like that's pretty much it. Figure out what matters more to you: your Instagram followers and a bunch of fucking likes, or your actual relationship that you've been in for a year. Be serious. All right, our next question comes from hmm. Jebediah. Well, that's a name. So, Jebediah is a woman, okay. and she and her partner. She says, "My partner and I are planning to get married." At the courthouse on our fifth year anniversary. I'm so happy to be marrying my best friend, the love of my life, blah, blah, blah. But his family is being really shitty about the whole thing. We tried to plan a wedding, but we both realized that it's a waste of fucking money and we don't care enough to spend an entire year or more planning one day. I also have an insane amount of student loan debt that I would like to pay down and we'd like to start saving for him to go to grad school. My family has been understanding. Quite frankly, they're just happy that I'm getting married. But no matter how many times we've tried to explain this to his family, they still complain about us not having a wedding. His brother and sister-in-law even went so far as to say that we're being disrespectful for not having a wedding, even though though her parents are still in debt from theirs. Jesus. (laughs) Our Our anniversary slash wedding day is right before Christmas, which we're spending with his family this year. We both know they're going to be passive aggressive about the whole about it the whole time. And we all know that I don't deal well with that shit. Any advice on how to deal with his unreasonable family or should I just spend Christmas with mine? Love you both. Thanks. Uh, I guess Jebediah. All right, Jeb. So um, I would probably look into just spending Christmas with mine. Mm. Um. I don't understand why they feel like entitled to a wedding <laughs> that isn't theirs. Right. Like you're not the one getting married. So. Especially like how do you know that you got bills <laughs> related to your wedding? <laughs> and right? you like so like her the sister-in-law, I guess her parents got married recently. I hope it was recent. I hope I they're not in debt from 35 so years too. ago. <laughs> But for your parents to have just gotten married and they still paying that off on a MasterCard every month, for you to come around and be like, oh, y'all are being disrespectful for not going into debt so the rest of us can have cake and free drinks and turn up and show wet. And it's just like, bitch. So I would not go elsewhere for Christmas. I would go to their house because y'all need to understand right the fuck now who I am. And what I'm not going to put up with. And the first time somebody brought up the wedding, I would say, feel free to write us a check for $20,000 and I will consider it. Just go ahead and finance this wedding and then I will consider having one. Like, you don't get to demand that we throw an expensive ass party if you're not paying for it. Like, bitch, do you have a sponsor somewhere? Like, weddings are expensive. And as soon as you put the wedding tag on something, it like triples in price. So why are you so worried about us having one? We married, right? Ain't that what matters? Niggas are ridiculous, though. I think that's crazy that you would even have the nerve to say it's disrespectful. But it's <laughs> it's our... Re- like, we're getting married. It's disrespectful to who? Like, I don't, who feels away? How could it... Disrespect? Like, right. what? Mm-mm. You are getting married. I'm getting married. One thing, if I was, like, the bride or something, and you're just like, no, we're not getting... We're not having a fucking wedding. <laughs> then I'd be like, you're disrespecting me. <laughs> What's your fucking problem? This is insane. Yeah, I mean... If you do go, and and I, I mean, I would not go without plans of confronting them about it. Or, yeah. you know, I if once they bring it, it up, it I down. would say the exact same thing. Well, I mean, if you've got such and such amount of dollars laying around that you want to do, like, then. I mean, but really, the thing about the that is, out. 
the, the thing about that is like what you really gonna have to do is throw me a wedding because if you write me a check I'm gonna take that and spend it on something that I could really Probably. use Absolutely. I'm not going <laughs> Yeah. I was listening to a podcast about that that said most people like for end of the year bonuses and stuff. It's I think most people like get money yeah. as a bonus, but yeah. people are happier when they are gifted a vacation because then they don't feel guilty about taking it. It's something they wouldn't have spent the money on. If you gave them a bonus, they would be like, oh, I need to save this or you know, spend right. it on my kids. They need clothes or whatever. But if you buy me seven days at a resort, I just have to go to that resort. Right, exactly. Right. So if you want me to have a wedding so bad, you're going to have to plan it and pay for it and tell me when and where to show up. And then I might go through with the motions just for you and to get some presents. But other than that, I'm not doing it. And if you give me money, we're going to spend it on grad school and, and an apartment or whatever the fuck else. Because times is hard and ain't nobody just out here wasting shit like that. Niggas better get for real. Like, it's not your day. It's not about you. This isn't about you. It's not you. your relationship. Like, you can still celebrate our union with us all the time because we're family now, nigga. If my sister-in-law was like, we're not having a wedding, <laughs> I would just be like, girl, thank you so much. I don't have <laughs> shit to come to. Like, Ooh, I don't have to get dressed up. I don't have to be your matron of honor, maid of honor. I ain't got to sit through that. <laughs> I'm willing, just because you said that I'm willing to purchase a wedding cake. And we just put it in the kitchen, have a couple of slices, and like watch some Netflix and celebrate after y'all done. Honestly, I don't see nothing wrong with just a big-ass barbecue type of situation. Right. Nothing at all. Who don't love meat? <laughs> So let's just grill us up some meat, have some drinks. Let's have like a bunch of different custom drinks in honor of our relationship or whatever. Everybody just come have a good time and then that go home. That sounds like way more fun than a wedding. Right. And about a thousand percent cheaper because no. So yeah. Tell them people to mind their business or pay for it and in that order. Our last just made me think about Mama D. Oh my God. What a gem. So, our last question comes from. Hmm, let me see. Hmm. Bennington. Well, we have a. It's either a white drag queen or a woman who keeps running into shitty relationships. Who do you want to hear from? Definitely a white drag queen. The white drag queen? Yep. Okay. So, Envy says. A friend of mine put me onto your podcast a while ago because she saw how frustrated I was getting with arguing with my friends about race issues. I'm a white, sorry, <laughs> she put sorry in parentheses. That's okay. I'm a white drag queen living in London. And while I surround myself with a lot of positive people, there are still a lot of white people in my life who don't believe that there are race issues anymore. I don't think a day goes by where I don't argue with someone who says all lives matter. Bitch. Or who thinks not being attracted to black men is just a preference or that people of color aren't fetishized, especially in porn. I'm Girl. not going to do a Lady Gaga and ask y'all to tell me how to solve the problem. This is something white people made. So it's something we have to unmake. Read her. <laughs> you don't have to come for five foot two like that. <laughs> I just know that this is something you guys must deal with a whole lot. And I wanted some advice on how to deal with that feeling of hopelessness. We can't give up on talking about this, but sometimes I feel like I might as well be talking to a wall. I can literally prove to someone with actual facts and evidence that Black Lives Matter is an important movement. And after an hour of explaining, they'll still turn around and say some dumb shit like, yeah, I just think it should be all lives matter. I'm honestly tired of this <sighs> shit. How do y'all process these feelings? P.S. You guys are amazing. Thanks, Envy. 
And honestly, the first thing I thought of when I read this was, Envy, we get tired all the time. I'm tired right now. <laughs> like, I literally just yawned. I'm so exhausted. Just hearing about that <laughs> shit made me tired. Right. We get exhausted all the time. It's never ending. I go to the, ther- I go to the therapist once a week. Minimum. Like, there is not, besides today, because she wasn't able to come to the office, but I go see that lady every single week. I'm not talking about my own personal issues in my life. I'm talking about racism and just the shitty state of the country. (laughs) Yes, because it's overwhelming. It's too much. It's like you're only one person, and you can have all of the sense in the world. It doesn't mean that you're going to affect people. And unfortunately, like you're saying in this letter, there are dumbasses that that prefer to be dumb. Like, they live in blissful ignorance. You cannot say all lives matter, but just be like, oh, I I feel like it should be all lives matter. then you shouldn't disagree with Black Lives Matter. Like, right. that doesn't make—it doesn't even make sense. You like, want to be racist. You want, you want to, to be, be ignorant. Like, you're yeah. going out of your way. You like it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I—it's frustrating, I guess. The only thing I do is I, I find ways to stay level or balanced. My ways are usually video games, marijuana, yeah, yeah. 90s sitcoms, uh, Hennessy, and Solitude. Like when I tell you, I don't even leave. The Honestly, fucking that's house. one of my favorite it's, top five. That's my that's really number it. one. Like <laughs> I say, the best for last because that is my favorite thing. Being left the fuck alone at home, yeah, bitch, please. Like I don't. I went to the bank maybe like two days ago. I was just telling my friend this earlier. I went to the bank and I was just like dreading it the whole entire time. Like I needed to go for like weeks and. I was like, I really just don't feel like leaving the house. The bank is like five, six blocks away from the house. And I'm just You probably like, had a stack of checks you needed like, to deposit. You, I, I know how you eight. are. So I was you like. holding on to shit like, mm, I'm not going to no, And there's a bank downstairs there in the lobby. It's right there. So I walked, like I left the house. And as soon as I came out the door, this white couple was walking a huge dog. So it's like three human beings that are walking and they're strolling. Okay. I didn't say nothing. I have a dog I walk. She does what she wants, whatever. But before I could pass them, this black woman pushing a stroller came out of the building, almost hit the dog with the door. That's how fast she was moving to get out. But then she turns, takes the space I would have used to pass them, and just now she's just strolling. So I'm just like. You're stuck. So eventually, I kind of just nudged the white guy, and I was just like, please, excuse me. And I just, I was like... I have to move around, y'all. Just just move. And I kept going. I turned the corner. One block down, there's a Domino's. One of the delivery guys comes out with, like, a stack of, like, three pizzas in his hands. And when I tell you that I could have just snatched one of those pizzas (laughs) or knocked him... Like, he almost walked directly into me because he's on his phone Phone is in his left hand. The pieces are in his right hand, and he's not watching where he's walking. You are a full-grown adult. I was like, nigga, I did not walk one block from my house before y'all raised my blood pressure. I need to stay in the house. I cannot leave. (laughs) You already hit two obstacles, and you ain't even got nowhere yet. Anyway, instead of me bitching, let's get back to the point. The point is that you're one person, and you cannot fix you know, people who are stubborn in their ignorance. Yeah. All you can do is stand in your sense, express your sense, and do the best that you can to stay balanced and sane. If drag is something that makes you really happy, then drag the fuck up crazy. <laughs> like, if if um, 
going to parties or riding roller coasters, whatever it is that kind of gives you peace of mind, do that. And the rest of it is probably just going to be a bunch of long sighs and prayer. Honestly, yeah. that's all the fuck I do. Right. Because we've marched. We have, you know, we made our do. signs. We've done, you know, petitions. We cry. We get celebrities involved and everything. And it's just like, no, we would much rather uh, be shitty and racist. Yeah. And we don't want you to have nice things. So, no. I mean, that's basically the message I, <laughs> that I be getting from them people. So. I mean, if you could all die, that would be really great. But yeah. you won't let us do that. So, I mean, you're just going to have to take this. Yeah. Uh it's frustrating when you know you can't, like, just heal the world by your fucking self. But, you know, in these prayers, I hope that <laughs> sooner than later, a change comes somehow, some way. I've seen things in my own lifetime that I felt like, you know, as a child or as a teenager, we would never... Like, I didn't think gay marriage would be legal. Oh, me either. Didn't ever. think we would have a black president either. Didn't think that would happen. So I'm thinking, you know, maybe there'll be something at some point that would be like a huge stake in the heart of the racist vampires. I don't know about that, though. Um, yeah, but no, racism just racism feels like... a big one. <laughs> it's a huge... It's a global thing. And I mean, white people depend on it for like their money and livelihoods and everything. Everything. So, if you if you all of a sudden start really talking about implementing equality, white people are going to lose their wealth and they're not that's not going to happen. Are you having nice things too? Like an <laughs> uh, equal I don't think so, bitch. Mm. An equal amount? No. I don't want to do that. So I have to lose my money but now there aren't children starving everywhere? Doesn't really sound fair, you guys. Mm, seems kind of unbalanced. <laughs> Those children want food so bad, they should get a fucking job. Yeah, I I would say, you know, I find it really helpful to vent to other people who um, understand where you're coming from, especially if you have other white friends. Yes. Your black friends do not really want to hear you talking about how tired you are because they are way tireder. You can't even imagine. <laughs> like, so, thanks if you, for being on the team. Yeah, like, thank you sincerely for being on the team, but, like, we're exhausted. So, go talk to your other white friends or even... No, I'm not even going to say other people of color because they deal with their own racism. Absolutely. So. There's got to be like a Yahoo group or like a Google circle. You have to know one other decent white, white person. Make oh. a support group. <laughs> yeah. There's got to be some white white allies for allies sort of group mm -hmm. where y'all can get together and be like, so how the hell? That's what y'all need. Yes. If there isn't one, y'all need a whole bunch of those. You need chapters, Like, y'all, what are we going to do? Because <laughs> y'all need to be meeting at least monthly. Like, okay, so how, what is our next Y'all need to be organizing. To get our fellow white whites together and get them to start acting right yeah more white people standing up for what's right without black people having to like make them do it or organize it in the first place even like i love that y'all are like joining up the resistance and all that but like go on and resist you know and start at home i was reading this thread on twitter the other day that talked about what white people risk when they talk about racism or confront racism when black people aren't around like it's kind of like if they do it when we are around, then white people look at it like, oh, of course, you know, you're saying that in front of them. But when they are gone, it's like it's really what we think it is. Like they talk about us and they are like openly racist in a way that they aren't when we're not there. So right. white people who push back against that risk losing their social standing, their friends, their family, their job, future career opportunities, all this kind of stuff. So it's not like y'all aren't taking a risk, but if you don't do it, we can't do it. Like, we cannot reach yeah, those people because they are automatically not listening to us because of what we look like. Exactly. So, if not you, then who? You must. So, <laughs> I mean, start at home. 
Uh, but good luck to you. Send your questions to asktherita gmail.com and we'll be back. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct. Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us, without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. All right, so we're back and it's time for the read. It is. Do you have one this week? Yes. So uh, my read this week goes out to just a couple people. Um, First of all, um, Harvey Weinstein. Yes, Um, yes, yes. True. So... Among the dozens, oh, the over 40 women, I believe, at this point, who have come it's forward. steady climbing. And accused Harvey Weinstein of some form of sexual assault or harassment, rape, whatever. Um, Lupita was one of the actors who came and said, you know, told her story. She said, I think that when she was still in the school of drama at Yale, uh, she met him, and I think they were watching, like, a private, like, a screening or something like that in a home of his or something, and he invited her into the bedroom, um, I guess, while other people were still watching the film or something, which she said was a soundproof room, which creeped me the fuck out. Yeah. Um, and when they got to the bedroom or something like that, he asked to give her a massage. Ugh. She declined and instead said, you know, like— I'll give you a massage. And she tried to fast. like she tried to rationalize it in her head, although she was uncomfortable by saying massaged was like a technique they used in, in drama or in school for, I can't remember exactly what, but she just tried to it rationalize it. Shit. Exactly. And, and even say to him, like, that's how she tried to keep it from being so like sexual right. or whatever. And he tried to get naked. And that's when she was like, okay, I'm out. Yeah. Um, and that type of behavior persisted with him. A couple of times, and she said that um, when she, like, officially shut him down after he, you know, tried to advance and, and I guess, I don't know if he just wanted to sleep with her or wanted to date her or whatever he uh, said. Not date. I've, de- I've dated this person and that famous actress and look what it did for their careers and, you know, even maybe sort of threatened her career at one point. Yeah. Um, which a lot of people have said that he does this. So... Like, all those girls. Yeah, like, pretty much all of them were just, like... Felt like it was this, or, like, you can't say anything because it's Harvey fucking Weinstein, and you will just not work again. Exactly. So... And he keeps that up by the way that he treats them and speaks to them. Exactly. (laughs) So... So, obviously, she was afraid for her career and stuff, but she said that she saw him again uh, during, like, the premiere or something for 12 Years a Slave, and he, like, half-assed apologized or something, and she was just like, yeah, cool, and just knew she was never going to work with him again. But, of course, like many women who are harassed or assaulted by men, she didn't say anything because we know all of the reasons why, and 
didn't even realize that so many other women were going through the same thing, I guess. So. Even though I feel like everybody knew about Harvey Weinstein, like the fact that everybody's acting like they just now heard about this is just, okay, girls, like. I understand why none of the victims came out and said anything. It's everybody else's reaction. Like the Weinstein board being like, oh, these allegations are totally surprising. You really mean, okay, girl. Cool. So you, oh, okay, girl. So I found it interesting that, um, that Harvey's people sent out a, a, a release or a response to Lupita saying, Mr. Weinstein has never, no, has a different recollection of the events, but believes Lupita is a brilliant actress and a major force in the industry. Last year, she sent a personal invitation to Mr. Weinstein to see her in her Broadway show, Eclipsed. So this is my thing. Out of the however many women who have accused you of this, you choose Lupita to say, oh, nah, that never fucking happened. Right. Why is that? Like, I know that he addressed Ashley Judd, sort of, but what he said, he didn't deny anything. Right. All he said was, I know she's going through a tough time right now, and I'm going to call her in like a year. Which, uh, okay. What? <laughs> right. But now, like, when the black woman comes forward and she says, you did all this, like, a very detailed mm-hmm. story of all of her interactions with you, why she felt unsafe, why she was uncomfortable and she was afraid that her career would be damaged if she didn't comply with your bullshit. All of that stuff. Oh, we have a different recollection of events. Why you choose her to speak out against? And why is it that all of these Hollywood white women who were banding together, creating hashtags and, you know, holding hands and walking together out into the sunlight and <laughs> lying their toes to, you know, kiss the the low tide or whatever the fuck. Like, why is it? Like, I have not heard anybody say anything about this. Why is that? Rose McGowan tweeted after Lindsay Lohan posted some video on, I think, on Instagram. and was like, guys, leave Harvey Weinstein alone. He never raped me. So I think he's great. Right. Like, did you see that? I did. And I was like, Lindsay, girl, you might want to put the drugs away. Just because somebody didn't hurt you does not mean they don't hurt other people. It's pretty short-sighted. But Rose McGowan tweets, please go easy on Lindsay Lohan. Being a child actor turned sex symbol twists the brain in ways you can't comprehend. So y'all are willing to jump on, in defense Through of hoops. someone yeah. who is basically saying the man that raped you should be left alone because he didn't rape me. And you got a comment for that. But right. now he's choosing the black woman and calling her a liar mm-hmm. and saying that, well, well, she invited me to one of her Broadway shows. So that means what? That you were allowed to be a nasty, disgusting, perverted dick? Right. That... <laughs> First of all, I highly doubt Lupita sat down and was like, Dear Harvey Weinstein. Please, <laughs> if you may. <laughs> if you have the time. No, uh, I'm sure somebody from somebody's somebody team. Somebody who reps somebody who reps somebody who? said something over to yo people. And a bunch of other it. people's people. Like, this happens so much that, all right, Harvey, like, them throwing that in there kind of seemed like almost... Like, almost a tackier way of trying to defend him. Like, I didn't do nothing. Not only is my recollection different, but she invited me to her show. So What the why fuck would does you that have that... to do with anything? All right, girl. Like, people get invites, tickets, comp tickets, house tickets, whatever. Like, that is just... At the end of the day, you, you know the power that you had in the film industry. Right. And you, you do. Know, you know. You know the ability that you had to, like, put people on in a way. 
And, you know, the people know that. Mm -hmm. And you use Mm -hmm. that to intimidate people, especially women, into getting your fucking way. So you being invited to somebody's show is just normal behavior. If you you never had sex, if you weren't interested, is that asexual? I think ace. I think asexual is just not having sexual attraction to anybody. Whatever. I don't if know. you was there, you know what I'm saying? You just weren't out here doing anything. You weren't sexually attracted to anybody. Whatever. You would still get yeah. an invite. It's not about you. It's about business. Like, that's why you were invited. Why was that even mentioned? Right. You know <laughs> that shit. Why was that even mentioned? <laughs> it's just ridiculous to me that all of these women have all of these stories about Harvey and they all sound so fucking similar. But this woman is the one who is being called a liar essentially and now everybody is quiet. And then you wonder why black women resist so much when it comes to your fancy right. white feminism and they don't want to hear nothing don't want to hear nothing about what the fuck y'all be talking about yeah. when it comes to feminism cuz you don't include them. You won't fight for them. You don't give a fuck about that. But she will come and jump on Lindsay Lohan and beg her or beg people to be easy on her, even though she just said, "Uh, everybody, including you, bitch, need to leave my homeboy alone because he never raped me. I mean, and the thing is, Rose probably has a point in the in the whole thing about Lindsay being a child and then growing titties and automatically everybody being like I want to fuck Lindsay Lohan absolutely but like show that same empathy for a black girl going through it Throw, show that same concern like keep that same energy for a black woman who risks more by coming out and saying something against somebody as huge as Harvey Weinstein than y'all do like it's just I, but again not surprised because white girls love to act like Black women are just the the backups, the cheerleaders for their women's rights movement. Even and though they they'll stand really... at the front of everybody line. Oh, yeah. Everybody. Oh, yeah. So, they just don't... It don't so, surprise me at all. And fuck Harvey Weinstein. Him and Terry Richardson him, both way overdue for getting the him, fuck out of here. Fuck him. So. Fuck him. And Taylor Swift... Girl, now, I don't know if you really stole that baby's voice or whatever. Did you hear about that? I did, and I listened to the first two seconds of that song just to see. And at first listen, it does sound like that little girl, but also baby voices sound a lot alike, and it could be anybody's toddler. Right. So I'm just going to say... She would have to be a dumb ass. She would really have to be She stupid. would have to be a like, fool. really stupid. And then Taylor Swift is a lot of things to me, but a dumb ass. Dumb is I'm not, not sure. one. Mm-mm. But if it was, girl, <laughs> you better keep hide the brush that shit under, bury it in some sand. Right. I don't know what it is you need to do. Don't let me hear about it because I'm letting your ass half. That's it. Either that or it better be that you wrote that child's mama a check for using her baby's Yeah, on that that's song. fine too. One or the other. That works Taylor, as well. That is it. That works too. <laughs> But I'm watching. No, it's far more likely, I think, that somebody else's child just said gorgeous. Or maybe there's video of Taylor saying gorgeous, you know, when she was three or whatever. I don't know. But clean it up. You you came have been dumb enough to just take that video and just cut that. You could not have done that. I, I, so, I, I will like, not believe that. I'm just wait. <laughs> I'm just gonna wait. Because I listened to both of them too, and I was just I I felt the same way. I was like, I don't know. It could be. Could be. But babies sound alike. Could be. So not. it could not. Right. Who's to say? But just. <laughs> Man, low-key, I'm hoping that, you know, it comes out what whenever this is going to be cleared up or whatever. And it's like, you know, the mother received 
so much money and we got a trip to Disney World. Honestly, if it's the child or even if it's not the child, I'm sure that this didn't even get to her. I'm sure her team heard about this and were like, Puh, she's getting nothing and we're not even going to, you know, we're not even going to respond to it. Like she probably mm-hmm. would have to go to court and like file something to get them to even respond because she's just some poor little black girl with right. a baby who we don't give a fuck about because we're rich. So well, I like, think Taylor said I'm mad because I actually Googled. I said, let me see, because if she stole from that little black baby, we're going to have a motherfucking problem. And somebody on Tumblr, I did not know Taylor Swift still used her Tumblr, but somebody on Tumblr was talking about, oh, my God, this baby's voice is so cute. Who is it? And Taylor reblogged it and said 300 people know. So I'm assuming she had a listening party or something and explained to them whose voice that was. And that will come out later. And so we'll see the Oh, end. I'm reading here that it's um, someone claims the baby is Blake Lively and Ray, Ryan Reynolds' daughter. I mean, I'm sure Taylor Swift knows a lot of kids. It could be anybody's baby. Really, it could. So I'm going to save the dragging of Taylor until it's confirmed one way or the other. But got my hand you know, we, we watching you, bitch. <laughs> and you got your eyes on me every time UPS rolls down the street. <laughs> Why is that still there? <laughs> I mean, they're <sighs> smart, right? Like they are they are quite Gross. good at what they do. Yeah, I will give her team that. They know what they're doing. They, they know how do to push. Delta, Starbucks, UPS, places you just cannot help but see. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like everywhere you go. So <sighs> that's okay. my shit for this week. What's well, going I just on have a few short things to address. First, fuck Evening Standard magazine for photoshopping Solange's hair. Did you see this? Oh, yes. I was going to mention that, too. She had this gorgeous braided crown. She's wearing this white dress, pearl earrings. The hair is just amazing, like Solange's hair usually is. But Right. It is literally like a Negro-ass halo. But on the cover, that part is photoshopped out, and it just looks like blonde braids. She's still gorgeous, but not the same. I mean, she literally wrote a song, Don't Touch My Hair. and so her Instagram caption, she circled the part where they took her hair out, which was amazing. And then hashtagged, don't touch my hair, the right. DTMH or whatever. And then added them like, so there's no confusion here. Right. And what's even worse is that the whole story is about, you know, Solange being um, like talking about how braiding is such an important part of her life and her culture and how she misses out on chances by wanting control over her body and autonomy and all this stuff. So it's like, you would think the last thing these niggas would do was turn around and remove something from her head in publishing this. It just is like, why would you even have wanted? Did you even, did anybody pay attention to the interview? Right. Like, was this too Negro? I don't get what was up? Like, is this does this braided circle offend you somehow? I, why? They said it was for layout purposes. They Girl, nah, shift it all down, bitch. That's I don't what care. I said. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> shift it all down, especially after you could take some of the. This is a beautiful dress, but just show Solange from the bust up. Then we don't need the rest of the dress. They're not it's showing from, all of the dress anyway. So fuck y'all for that. That's lazy and stupid and ridiculous. Um. Also, uh, fuck you to the white man who. <laughs> This was actually funny the more I thought about it. When it happened, I was so offended. When we were coming back from the Ohio State show, I uh, was in seat 12A. I know this because I changed my seat two days before on the Delta app. And Asante was right behind me in 13A. These are the exit row seats. Right. I fly them all the time. No big deal. 
So we're sitting down. I've pulled out my switch to get ready for this flight back to the city. And uh, I didn't think anybody was going to be sitting next to me. So I had a book and a little blanket or whatever in the empty seat. So this white man comes up and he just stands there. So I'm like, oh, my bad. You know, didn't know somebody was sitting here. And I clear the stuff off the seat so he can sit down. And he sits. And then he turns after maybe 30 seconds or so and looks at me. He says, actually, I think you're in my seat. Just like that. Like he had an attitude about it. Okay. And I said, oh. <laughs> I was already annoyed at that point. But I was like, uh. So I turned and looked at Asante, and Asante looked back at me, and I said, well, I'm pretty sure, you know, I'm in, I'm in 12A. Like, let me just look at my app, make sure I'm in the right seat, but I'm usually not no wrong seat, bitch. Like, I, right. I can count these rows or whatever. Yeah. And automatically, his face changes, and he just turns bright red, and he's like, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm in 11A. Oh, it's been a long morning. Oh, da 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 And I'm like, so you was really about to just charge me up and be ridiculous over a seat when you was... In the wrong you row. You had double checked first. You could have. So that's what I was. I was like, so if you thought I was in the wrong seat or you thought there was a problem here, why wasn't your first inclination to pull up your boarding pass and see where the fuck you were supposed to be and make sure that's where you were? Why was your first decision to accuse me of being wrong? I don't get that. That annoyed me. And at first I was like, do I really want to turn up on this plane with this white man? But we was high and... I wanted to play my Zelda game, so I let it go. But it was just like, maybe double check and make sure you're not in the wrong before you say something crazy to me. And speaking of people being in the motherfucking wrong. So I switched to a black bank a little over a year ago and have not had any issues with the bank at all. Like, we just, I handle my business, y'all handle yours, we don't have no issues. Until this past Saturday, Alex texted me and she was like, I'm headed to the bank to deposit, you know, checks from the live show. I said, cool, great, you know, da-da-da, fantastic. Alex has done this in this account before. This is not a big deal because making a deposit is probably the single most common transaction that any financial institution will do exactly. on any given day. Yep. And everybody knows, anybody who knows how bank accounts work knows how this works. I have made deposit into my mama's account, my brother's yep. account. Yep. And what you do is fill out the slip. You take your money up there. You make your deposit into the account and then you receive a receipt that basically says, you put this amount of money into this account on this date, and that's it. No further information, nothing identifying, certainly not somebody's balance details or anything like that. So Alex texts me like an hour later, and she's like, girl, I don't know. Something about that whole transaction was weird. The teller, I don't think she knew what she was doing. You know, she said that the deposit went through, but it looked like it went it went through twice. So it was twice as much as it should have been. So then she canceled it and redid it. And so I don't know. You might just want to make sure everything is cool on your end. So I log into my account and I see the deposit and then I see that it was canceled. And then I see the deposit again. And then I see another cancellation for like a net change of nothing. It was like nobody had put any money into my account at all. It was so bizarre. I've never seen anything like that. So I call customer service. And customer service calls over to the branch and then she comes back on the line with me and she's like, yeah, the girl was processing your deposit and she realized that she was about to give um, whoever made the deposit. I said, Alex, she's like, yeah. So she realized she was about to give Alex the wrong receipt. She was going to give her a receipt with your balance on it. So she had to cancel it and redo it so she could give Alex the correct receipt. I said, OK, fine, you know. She's, the girl was like, this will all be cleared up, you know, next business day is Saturday, so wait till Monday or Tuesday. I said, you know, 
this I don't appreciate this because a deposit is really fucking simple, but fine. Yes. Mistakes happen, da da da. Cool. So I text Alex, I think we have it straightened out. You know, the girl was about to give you the wrong receipt, so she had to redo it. And Alex said, Ooh. <laughs> Not to make this awkward, but she absolutely did give me the receipt with your balance on it. And then sent me a picture of the full-ass receipt. And yes, whoever the teller is, whoever she was at the window, number 411, girl, it's you, gave Alex someone, a six-foot-tall white woman who does not look nothing like me. We do not share last names or first names or addresses or anything like that. You gave this person who is not on the account a receipt with my balance on it, violating my personal financial information. Why I do not know? Violating my privacy. So I'm pissed immediately. I said, oh, really? Because I just got off the phone with the girl from customer service and she said, you know, the girl was going to make a mistake and give her the wrong receipt. So she had to redo it and give her the right one. So at this point, I'm like, this is too much confusion. This is too much mess. Let me call back over there. I get the same customer service rep and she I told her the story and she's like, oh, so she did give your manager the right the wrong receipt. Wow, wow. <laughs> I said, yeah, so let's just go ahead and call the branch again. Let's all talk. Wow. And the one- <laughs> so the customer service rep is like, bet, you know, I'm gonna call over there. Let me get in touch with the assistant manager. Of course, the regular manager is not in on a Saturday. Fine. So she comes back over like eight minutes later and says, the assistant manager is with a customer, but I gave her your phone number and your name and she should oh, be contacting I, I you. She should be contacting you today. Now, Alex went to a branch that is 45 minutes away from my apartment by car because Alex lives in Queens. Queens. So I'm not going, I'm not going to make it to Queens before the bank closes because it's Saturday, but I'm not going all the way the fuck out there when there are a million locations in Harlem. Thank you. So it's Saturday afternoon at this point. I'm like, fine. I expect that somebody will call me back. I don't get a call back for the rest of Saturday. I knew it. Of course not. I knew it. Of course I don't. Of course I don't get a call Sunday because nobody's on Sunday. Right. I still don't have a phone call by Monday at noon. I gave her. I said, I'm going to give her till Monday at noon because I understand you come in first thing in the morning. You might have other shit to do. I'm trying to be patient. I'm being patient, first of all, because I do not need this money immediately. It's not an emergency that I have it. But secondly, it's a black bank. And I just don't want to have to act an ass with niggas. Right. I really don't want to. I call her on Monday afternoon. And this lady... I don't know what the fuck was wrong with her. I don't know if she woke up on the wrong side of the bed that day. I don't know if she already had an attitude. I don't get it. But I sat here and talked to her about my account, about the money part. I said, so the biggest issue here is that my deposit hasn't been made at all. It just shows like there's no money in my account. The current balance is wrong. The current balance is different from the current balance that is on Alex's receipt. And oh yeah, by the way, why the fuck is my balance on a receipt that somebody who's not on the account is on? Like the fact that they gave out that information to somebody had me so pissed off. So I'm going back and forth with this lady and she's like, oh, it's a glitch in the system. You know, we'll figure out your deposit. No big deal. I'll get that together. You'll see it tomorrow, next business day. That'll be fine. And so we get to the part about the receipt and she's like, oh, well, you know, that was just a mistake. And I blew up. I lost it right then. I'm like, so sis, yes, mistakes happen, but this is a fucking deposit. Anybody 
Anybody who's working behind the glass at a counter at a bank should be able to handle a deposit in their fucking sleep. Because like it has be to be it has to be the first thing you learn. And don't give out a receipt with somebody's personal information on it if they are not on the account. It has to be the second. Like <laughs> you, there's no way you went through yeah. bank teller training class and didn't get that. It just yeah. it's not possible. So I'm going off on her, and she says, "You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna put a note on your account that says make sure you don't give out a receipt." Unless you check ID and make sure the person's on the account. <laughs> I said, sis, no shade, but that is not something that should require a note on my account. That sounds like, that's like if somebody, if you went to like Verizon Files or something, and you was like, you know what, I'm going to put a note on your account that says don't charge for things he ain't paid for. Like, <laughs> like You mean don't do, do things to... you just shouldn't do? I said, we really shouldn't need a note on the account for like, something that is standard across the financial industry. <laughs> if I go to Bank of America and put money in my mama's account, they give me a very basic bitch-ass receipt that has nothing but the essential information on it, and that's it. Same for when I go to Chase and put money in my brother's account. They give me a receipt that says, you came by you and you gave your brother that money. money. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> And that is it. So I'm arguing with this lady about the whole receipt situation, getting more and more angry. And I say, you know what? All this is doing is agitating me and I don't need it. I'm going to just go to a branch right here in Harlem and close my account because apparently y'all don't know how to act and y'all playing with my fucking money. Jesus. And she was like, oh, you going to a branch in Harlem? I said, yes. I don't know if she was like making sure I wasn't going to come out to Queens again get on her Probably. <laughs> but that's exactly what I did. I got off the phone with her and went up to the branch. I'm not going to say which one, but I went up to a branch in Harlem. A very sweet Jamaican girl named Trudy Ann. Yes. <laughs> when yes, I saw the Ann. Trudy Ann. <laughs> yes, ma'am. That is a Jamaican ass name. <laughs> so when I sat down and explained the situation to Trudy Ann, I said, I'm about to cancel my account, sis. I'm about to close it. She looks up my account. The first thing she said was, Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Says, oh, she gets it. She takes down all my information that goes to talk to the black manager who is like in her office and they going back and forth. Trudy Ann comes back a couple times. Let me see the receipt. Can I just take your phone and show the receipt to my manager and all this? She comes back the whole thing, maybe 20 minutes later. And the manager comes over and she's like, you know, I'm very sorry about this. I don't know that teller. I'm assuming she's somebody new, but this is, you know, mm -hmm. totally unacceptable. All the things that the assistant manager at the at the branch in Queens should have said right. is what I actually heard once I took my ass physically into the bank. Like, I don't know why I have to go somewhere and put on my bitch, I'm not playing with you voice in order for niggas to understand that, like, my money is not a joke. But she's like, you know, that was utterly unacceptable. I don't understand, you know, what the fuck her issue was because this just did not have to be this way. And, you know, I'm very sorry. I put a call into the district manager and you'll be getting a call immediately. I'm on the phone with the tech guys to figure out why your balance looks the way it does. But trust me, I'm going to handle this for you. She gave me her personal card, wrote her cell phone number on it and was like, I promise you I will be in touch. Like, we will get this handled Please don't go crazy. You know, like this, the security guard kept coming over, not security, but one of the guys who works there kept coming by like, you know, are you, are you good? Are you cold? You too cold? You too high? You want a fan? You want a blanket? You want some water? You want a free pen? I'm 
the wall. I'm like, I'm looking at him like, I'm good. He's like, they just trying to make sure you real comfortable. Like, they want you to be happy right now. I said, I bet they do. Because yeah. I came in here on some, just close my account and give me my money and I'll be back for the rest later type of shit. Like, this is so basic and I can't understand how you n- niggas did this. Anyway, the next day, I get another call or I get a call from the manager again and she's like you know take a look at your account make sure everything looks good I went in there and fixed all this other stuff and we're putting this girl under disciplinary review or she's have to go through training or something like that because when I first went in there they were saying you know this is grounds for termination we can terminate her for this I don't want to be the reason that a woman and most likely a black woman because it's a black bank. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the reason that a black woman loses her job, especially over something like this. What I want you to know is that a deposit is very fucking simple. And if you have trouble doing it or if at any point you run into a situation like this again, you need to stop what the fuck you're doing and go ask grown up for help. <laughs> go get somebody who's been there longer, who knows how to navigate in and out of the systems and knows how to get around whatever issues you may have. Come get somebody to assist you, girl, because if you try to fix it yourself, now all of a sudden my balance is fucked up for days and I have an attitude and I'm threatening to take my money out of here. And you got the district manager calling your managers like fuck is going on at the office in Queens that y'all can't handle this lady's simple ass deposit. Now, the only reason, the only reason, because this was egregious and fucked up and stank and I was pissed, but the only reason I didn't close my account is because there is no guarantee white people will not play with your money in the exact same fucking way. That's true. I had never had no problems with this bank up until this point. I thought about you and how you be cussing Chase out every six weeks. I thought about Fran and everybody else I know who talks about, you know, Wells Fargo and how they was supporting all this bullshit. And everybody is always having problems with they, you know, uh, me and Jay was talking about TD Bank and how they just love to cut off your debit card. I heard about that. Like if you leave your home zip code, TD be like, "Uh uh-uh, no, no, it's fraud. We don't play that shit. So I said, am I really going to close my account at this bank that I opened an account with because they do stuff in the community, because they give back, because the money is black and goes to the people in my community? Like, am I really going to close it and go off with one of these big ass white people because of one mistake when there is no guarantee that white people won't do the same thing or worse? (laughs) No, I'm not. It's not like there's some foolproof fail safe banking experience that you can have maybe once you're at Oprah's level and I don't know maybe she has her own bank certainly I'm sure Oprah don't never have no problems she definitely just has her own bank in the backyard (laughs) somewhere I don't know like clearly I'm not there yet so if I'm gonna have to deal with it then you know I'm gonna stay with the niggas but don't try me like that again girl even the way that they handled it when it finally got handled I feel like was way more impressive than I I think a lot of other places would have done it um, in a similar situation. Like the fact that they were like the person, not only, you know, we fixed it, but the person who did this to you is, I mean, allegedly going to have to deal with some sort of. Well, I mean, I said y'all would want to, y'all need to do something with her because you can't keep doing this. The girl, tell her 411, she don't know how to do deposits. Right. So somebody needs to go work with her. Because <laughs> she's probably going to have a lot of She needs to go back them. to the beginning. There's going to be a lot of times that somebody, I said this, I'm a freelancer. I work with a lot of different people. I need to be able to trust that I can give somebody my account number and they can go put money in my account without finding out how much I have. 
That yeah. should not that should not happen. Yeah. And yes, Alex, me and Alex work together. Alex gives me a W two at the end of the year. Alex knows how much I make. But that's not the motherfucking point. Exactly. Alex is not an authorized user on my account. Exactly. Alex don't have no debit card. She don't make no decisions about this account. So don't give her my shit. Period. What if it was like, I mean, obviously this is not your life, but it's like what if it was like somebody you was dating who had to run down and go and deposit? Oh. <laughs> Okay, so first of all, it's over. And secondly, <laughs> which one of y'all asks right. do I have to be? So me and you are breaking up. <laughs> like that's done. And me and this bank are breaking up. What's up? Y'all got me fucked up. Uh, so yeah, three things that annoyed the shit out of me this week, and I just wanted to talk about them. I'm done. Well, that just about wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Yes, check us out at thisistheread.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr at This Is The Read. Um, Trilloween is coming up this weekend. For those of you who are in New York, I heard that the tickets are sold out <laughs> except for, I think there's some VIP tickets left. But Okay, fancy. Look at you. Um, I mean, you can do go check and I will confirm or deny uh, tickets being available at the door because I'm not sure. Uh, Oh, yeah. You might be at capacity. But, yeah. Standard admission is definitely sold out, but there still are VIP Express entry tickets, so you can grab one of those. And if you are in the D.C. area, there's still plenty left. Um, Well, I don't want to say plenty because I don't know that for sure, but there still are tickets as of right now that I'm looking at. Um, it's gonna be a good black ass time so go and grab yourself a ticket come out like I said like I always say you don't have to wear a costume but it is a Halloween party so many people will be wearing costumes you will be the odd man or woman out I mean half ass something those are always funny so even if you just throw some last minute shit on you probably won't be the last person to do that but either way it's just about fun and camaraderie and drinking so hey, your costume won't be worse than mine. I'm awful at Halloween costumes. I don't think about them at all until like two days beforehand. So yeah, all my shit is store bought, and yeah, I don't do I anything don't have fancy. Time. I don't care. Um, so there's that. Also, next up on the Read Live tour is Charlotte, Saturday, November 11th. Um, so if you're in Charlotte, North Carolina, you can come out to see us. I'll be followed by Los Angeles on the 19th. So come and check us out. Um, oh, and last but not least, I will be uh, a part of Smart, Funny, and Black, which is a comedy-style, black-ass game show, fun time, uh, hosted and created by Amanda Seals. It will be in Brooklyn on November 7th. Me versus Bevy Smith for the New York Comedy Festival. Wait, what? Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry. You and Bevy Smith are going to do what? We're competing in black shit. Black funny. I guess it's to see like who's Like a game show? Like a trivia or, thing? Yeah. something. I don't know. Like it's a, a series of different games. Okay. So uh, I saw like the a clip of a bunch of the LA shows. Issa's done it. Okay. Like uh, Prentice Penny did it. Like a bunch of huge stars and comics and celebrities and famous people. And then I was just like, oh, and... I get and to you, do it. right. Like, okay. Go ahead and put your name in. So, yeah, we're going to be going That's head gonna to head. That's going to be something else. <laughs> and who's the blackest? <laughs> Bevy's clearly going down. Sorry, That's sis. That's going to be something else. I'm going to have to go to that. 
So grab you some tickets. Let me see where it is that you can go and get your tickets on. Um, but yeah, I was asked. I think that we're the 10 o'clock show and uh, Ooh. the 8 o'clock show was sold out first. I believe that one is featuring Charlemagne and Yamanika. I hope Yamanika. I love Yamanika. Me oh, shit. I'm going to have to too. go to that one. Yeah, I'll be at both. I was going to say. I need to see her destroy. Put me on your list because I want to see that. It's, I just, I can't wait. So, yes, go to, I think you can go to thebellhouseny.com to get tickets. Looks like they're 15 bucks. And, um, yeah, that should be exciting. All right. I will be, is that, I'm sorry, is that it? Or yeah, that's it else? for me. That's all I got. I will be at Last Name Basis live with Francesca and Pat on Tuesday, November 21st at Brick in Brooklyn. So check out uh, Last Name Basis social accounts for links to Eventbrite. It's free to register or to attend. So come out. I will see you guys on November 21st. We're going to have a good time. And also... I journeyed to Brooklyn yesterday to tape an episode of Jade and XD with our friends Jade and XD. And we talked about, I don't even remember all what, I think just like different shit we remember from school and that type of thing. That episode will be out this Friday. So search for Jade and XD wherever you find your favorite podcast. Thanks guys for having me on the show. And I think that's it for me. Do we have an acronym this week? The acronym this week can be... Hmm. No, I don't have an acronym this week, but I will just say, okay, PFT. That one's easy. PFT? Yeah. I want to love you. PFT. Pray for Tyrese. Oh, well. I mean, just do it if you believe in anybody. Whatever it is, however it is that you... Something is really wrong over there. Put positive things in the universe for motherfuckers. Mm, Do it for Tyrese because I feel like he needs it now more than ever. Well, all right, guys. We will see you next week. Bye. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Save big money on everything. Now at Menards. Make quick work of your outdoor cleaning project with Masterforce Outdoor and Landscaping Tools. The 80-volt cordless trimmer is powerful, efficient, and hassle-free. So you spend less time working on your yard and more time enjoying the results. On sale now through May 19th. Check out our wide selection of Masterforce tools and see the rest of our deals on Menards.com. Save big money.